and welcome to another Liz and Scotty's Potty with her, Liz, and me, Scotty, courtesy of today's Best Country, Clear 99. Appreciate you finding this podcast, however you've done it, whether it's at clear99.com or if you listen on the website, just remember, you can find them at other places where you get regular, normal podcasts, Yeah, right? All you have to do is search for it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, lots of other sites that you can go to. Just make sure you hit subscribe so whenever we do post new ones, you get an alert. And you need to search for Clear 99 On Demand Mm -hmm. because Liz and Scotty's Potty is a part of Clear 99 On Demand. Right? A little branch, yes. <laughs> We're just a little branch. <laughs> Swaying in the wind. That's right. We had uh, an interesting discussion about watermelons and cantaloupe that we wanted to share with you. It was one of those mornings where, from beginning to end, we had lots of people calling in to participate. Mm-hmm. So you might have heard part of it and not heard all of it. We thought, well, let's put them all together. And it kind of came about from this weekend. You may have uh, heard us talking about uh, I had a little cookout. Over at the house, mm-hmm. and uh, Liz and Will came over, and and a friend of mine brought a watermelon. So cut it up, made it. And you're not a big watermelon fan, right? No, don't really like it. But okay. I do sometimes purchase like the the cut up ones at the grocery store for Will. Right, I'll do that occasionally too. But in the summertime, there's something about eating a piece of watermelon and getting it all over your face too. Oh, is there? Yeah. If 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 you buy those cut up pieces and you can't have watermelon seed spitting fights either if you're eating them that way. But the the watermelon that and I've been eating it all week and I mean it's really tasty. Really, it's a deep red color and it was it was really really good. At the same time this weekend, I bought a cantaloupe that was just average at best, yeah. maybe even a below average. Oh no! It's just such an interesting thing. How do you pick one? And it seemed like that might be a fun thing to discuss. Because it seems like one of those things that's just perfect for a story like, well, my grandpa used to do this, or my grandma used to do this. For generations, my family's done this. Yeah. And a lot of times we can get some really good stories from that, and it turns out we did. Now, all of that being said, I was really expecting to either hear from a grandma or a grandpa or a story about my grandma and grandpa. And turns out the first caller was neither a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. What's your name? Jordan. Jordan, do you like watermelon? Uh, not cantaloupe. Oh, you Say like cantaloupe? Again? Yeah. Okay, do you know how to pick a good one? Yes, we actually do. My mother taught me this. When we're in a store, uh, we can pick up a cantaloupe and smell it. If it's sweet, we can t- uh, take it. But if it's not, not sweet, we just take uh, take another one. Okay, so smell the stem. If it's sweet, it's a good one. Yes. Okay, so if I see people sniffing cantaloupes in the grocery store, I shouldn't be alarmed then, is what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) So does it work every time for you? Well, yes, but most of the time we have to use the stem end. Okay. Well, you just taught us something new. I had never heard of that before. (laughs) And what was your name again? Jordan. Jordan, and how old are you? I'm uh, 12. 12, okay. Well, you tell your mom thanks for the advice and thank you for calling to give it to us. Thank you. Have a great day, Jordan. You too. Bye. Bye. Good morning. How you doing? Good. How you doing? What's your name? I'm doing great. This is Alex. Alex, do you do you have any help for us about how to pick a proper watermelon? Well, I can tell you. I can give you some advice. This is what uh, you know. My grandma used to do. Now I don't know the science behind this. 
I don't even know the technique, but she used to thump them. Yeah? Yeah. We'd gum up to the big, you know, the big pile of them, and she'd thump them. And I, I, I don't know what she was listening for. I don't know if it's supposed to be hollow or solid or what is it, but she would just give them a thump. And, I mean, sometimes she would thump a dozen of them before she found the right one. That's funny. So she was a picky watermelon chooser. Oh, yeah. She'd just be standing there hitting them all. I've seen the thump technique being used, but I'm like you. I don't I don't know what it is you're listening for. <laughs> Me neither. And usually it's, you know, the first three and then you move on. But she was very uh, particular. She was bound and determined to find the perfect watermelon. Oh, yeah. Good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, I am listening because I definitely want to know how to pick out a decent watermelon and cantaloupe because... I love watermelon, and it's like you get one, and it is like the best. So you go back to the same store, and you think, okay, like for some reason you think it's going to be from the same batch. Right, right. <laughs> and it's not the same. It doesn't taste as good, and you're so disappointed, but there's nothing better than a good watermelon. But I have to tell you guys this. You know stories, things that you remember when you're a kid, and it's just like it's a memory that's just in your brain. And this is the, one of the best memories about cantaloupe. My grandma and grandpa um, raised cantaloupe, and my grandpa and grandma had a carport. And grandpa would go out, and he would pick out a a cantaloupe, cut it in half, take the inside out, and then, you guys, he would put vanilla ice cream in the hole. And he and I would sit on that carport and eat that fresh cantaloupe with ice cream in it. O-M-G. It is so good. you got to try it. Oh, I have never done that before, but you just put... You just put something else on my list. I know, buddy. I thought, ooh, Scotty would like this. And it just, every time, it just brings that memory back. It's so good. So, <laughs> try it out. I will. What I enjoy, and I had a bowl of it last night, I put a, a, a bunch of it and cottage cheese in a bowl together and eat it. I read it's a yes. really refreshing, summery thing to me. It is. And, you know, ice cream's kind of sort of the same thing. Yeah. But it's just kind of that idea of putting it in the little hole and, you know, but give it a try. You'll like it. Perfect. What's your name? My name's Becky. You guys have a great day. Good morning. Clear 99. So, with the thumping of the watermelon, what my mom taught me was the more hollow it sounds, the riper it is. The more solid of a sound, it's not ready yet. Okay. okay. Interesting. So we're listening for hollowness. Yeah, a hollow sound. As we thump our watermelon. <laughs> Very good. What's your name? Christina. Christina, thank you so much. We appreciate you sharing with us this morning. Have a good day. Hello. I was calling on the watermelon. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear about it. All right. When we were little and you could buy a 50-pound watermelon. Oh, boy. <laughs> they would take a sharp knife and do a triangle in the side of it to see how far down it was to be red. <laughs> okay. So you actually oh. cut it open and look a little bit. Yeah, but you can't you can't buy them big watermelons hardly anywhere anymore. So. All right. Hey, so you're wanting to know the science behind the watermelon thumping. Yes, yes, please. Okay, so the higher the pitch sound, the less ripe it is. The denser it is, the more juice it has in it, it makes a duller sound. Okay, that would be another lady called and said more hollow. So that makes sense because if it's hollow, it's going to be a little deeper, right? Right. Okay, so, so look for the hollow sounding watermelon. Right. We, we don't want a high-pitched watermelon. <laughs> right. The higher the pitch, the less ripe, the less juicy. You're going to get like one of those pale pink watermelons. So there you go. A few options. 
Yeah. You you now at least have a little guidance on picking a watermelon or cantaloupe if you never did before. So so many people send us diagrams, too, on how to pick it, like, with the yellow spots. I had never even heard of this before. Now, I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah. A lot of people sent us diagrams, and apparently the more <laughs> yellow the spots, the riper and sweeter the watermelon is. Okay. So if you see, like, a whitish spot, don't go for it. Go for the yellow one. Okay. Interesting. Good to know. And, and some people eat them with salt. Some people don't. Yeah. Mustard has been a trend, too, with watermelon. Mustard on watermelon? Yeah, you've never seen this? I it's like no. on TikTok all over the place. A lot of people say it's really, really good on watermelon. It personally sounds so gross to me, but people rave about it. Well, and, and many of us are getting our cantaloupes and watermelons like everything else, getting them from the store, getting them from the, the grocery store or the supermarket. Mm-hmm. We also had a couple of people weighing in that, man, if you can find them from somebody growing them in the country, they're just that much better. Yeah. Jade texted us and she was like, cantaloupes and Versailles, they don't make them anywhere else as good as those. Really? Yeah. Apparently they're huge. And she goes to Versailles every single year just to get cantaloupes. And I said, oh, man, Scotty and I are going to have to take a trip down there. She's like, they're not in season yet. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go just yet. But she promised to send us a picture when she does. I got my dad's side of the family's from Arkansas, and watermelon was always a big deal down there. In fact, we used to go somewhere that had the distinction of growing the biggest watermelon in history or something. Really? And it was a big deal. And my grandma was one who used to thump them, and I had no idea what she was listening for. And like the lady, the lady calling earlier, you know, find one of those 50 pound watermelons, oh which. You know, you're not going to find at the grocery store, which, let's be honest, I don't think any of us want to load that one into our car anyway. But we appreciate you all getting involved with us. And don't forget, we've got tons of tickets for the Missouri State Fair. It's kind of like a you pick them kind of thing. We're giving them away all this week, probably all next week, all day long. So there's a handful of tickets that you can get your hands on. One of the people that you can win tickets to see is Tyler Farr. Some of you may remember Tyler Farr spent some time growing up in Sedalia. So it'll be a bit of a a homecoming. Uh, It's been a year or so, maybe a couple of years. We had a chance to visit with Tyler Farr and just ask him, because I'd always heard, it's one of those things, somebody said, you know he's from Sedalia, Mm -hmm. but I'd never seen him say it or heard him say it. And so we just asked him, okay, you and Sedalia, what's the connection? Yeah, so my dad, um, he's been there for, since I was a, gosh, I think about eight, seven. Okay. So I spent, you know, my parents were separated, so I spent, you know, every other weekend up there. And he uh, used me, I don't know if child labor laws were in effect back then, but he would uh, <laughs> use me at his, uh, me on uh, Patricia's uh, Mexican restaurant there for about 30 years, 25 years with my grandmother. So, yeah, I know all about the state fair and going there and spent a lot of time there. And he had a farm. And so I kind of grew up a little bit there, too. So I wouldn't. Wasn't too far from y'all. I tell you, it's always fun when there's an artist that lives close enough or they have family that does because we were giving away tickets the other day and I think we had some of your family calling <laughs> trying to win tickets. You'd think they'd know somebody. Yeah, right? that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, isn't there a family guest list or something? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, they, I remember driving, like, because Sarah Evans is from, what, Boonville? Right. Yeah, New Franklin, yeah. They were over there by there, and I remember driving by there when I was a kid, and my dad's like, Sarah Evans is from there, you know, she's a big country singer, and I didn't, you know, back then I was just thinking about girls and and potting and football. Right. <laughs> Like any other normal kids, but uh, 
But yeah, you know, where I live now, you know, it's pretty similar, similar to that. It's all, you know, cornfields, woods, and uh, I live in a small town just south of Nashville and finally have my own farm and uh, it's, it's not too different from there. So that'll be cool. Tyler Farr with Tennille Towns, too, by the way, August 17th at the Missouri State Fair. You can get ticket details about all the great shows coming to the fair and all the other cool stuff that comes to the Missouri State Fair. All of it is at clear99.com. Thank you again for listening to Liz and Scotty's Potty. I know we, we talk all morning long, and then we continue to talk here on the, on the podcast, but we really appreciate you streaming us. Again, you can find us a lot of different places. Just search for Clear 99 On Demand wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be clear99.com, Spotify, Google, and then make sure you just hit that subscribe button so you're alerted every single time you get those podcasts up. And we really do appreciate it because it does take a little extra to find this podcast. So we appreciate you listening and all the time on the radio too, Monday through Friday from 5.30 to 10 or so. It's Liz and Scotty on today's Best Country, Clear 99. It's a clear country morning. The Missouri State Fair. A lot of great shows, a lot of great concerts, and a lot of tickets. You can win from today's Best Country, Clear 99. And you, by the way, are caller number nine. Oh, my goodness. Yay. Are you excited for the Missouri State Fair? Yes. There was a couple of concerts I was wanting to go to. uh, Narrow them down, Kristen, and pick one. Oh, gosh. Well, it was between the Beach Boys, Tyler Farr, or Boys to Men. You know what? We can make this real simple for you, Kristen, <laughs> because we don't have Beach Boys tickets and we don't have Boys to Men tickets. So what does that leave you? Okay, well, let's just do Tyler Farr. Woo! <laughs> Tyler Farr it is. It's a clear country morning.